2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 11. Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi. And when the Philistines bath, uh, banded excuse me, together at the place where there was a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field. He defended it and he struck down the Philistines and the Lord brought about a great victory. 2 Samuel 23, 12, but Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field. I wanna preach from the subject today, fight back, fight back, fight back. I want you to threaten your neighbor. Never, I've never asked that before. I want you to threaten your neighbor, tell him, I will fight back, tell him that. I will, I will fight back. I will fight back. Father, we come now to your word and we thank you that you're gonna speak in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen and amen. Fight back. I believe without a shadow of a doubt, and I, and I really do wanna prophesy this morning. We're, we're in a series called Fall Revival. I'm not gonna be just a teacher today. Let me, let me preach a little bit, okay? And let me declare, let me declare some things by faith today. Um, I, do, I believe God wants to give you a story in this season. Yeah. I believe he wants to give you a story. I believe he wants to give you a testimony in this season. I believe that for some people, they will believe a lie through this 2020 crazy pandemic COVID thing. And it will so wound their faith and scar their soul that even if they never get sick, even if they financially recover, even if they make it to the other side, they will live with a wound for the rest of their life if they don't let God do something deep in their heart during this season. I believe God wants to give you a story. I believe that he wants to reveal his faithfulness. I believe that he wants to reveal who he is. I believe that we will come out of this season with either a story of defeat or a story of victory. And I wanna tell you, you can have a story of victory. Not easy, not easy, but possible. Uh, not, not, not for, not, not saying it's gonna be a cakewalk, but possible. I'm, I'm talking about something deeper, by the way, than just finances or health. I'm talking about in your soul that you don't let this season mark you in a negative way that you're never able to believe God again because you're so scared of this moment. God wants to give you a story of victory. God wants to give you a story of God got me through. God made a way. God sustained me. I did not love it, but God revealed himself to me and I learned how to fight back in this season and I'll never be the same because of it. Can I get an amen from somebody? And so like Shama, we find ourselves in a fight we did not pick. Facing an enemy we did not choose. Experiencing circumstances we did not expect. Oh, but you can fight back. <laughs> I believe we can learn something in just these two verses. Just two verses today. This book is so bad, you just need two verses. Just two verses that can change our life and that can give us faith and strength to fight back. Everybody say fight back. Say it one more time. Come on, fight back. Man, Shama learned how to fight back. Number one, 
God has always had a people. God has always had a people. Next to him was Shama. In every generation, there will be Shamas. There will be people who resist apathy, who refuse fear, and who trust in God. There will be people who take a stand in their life. Not perfect people, but people who love Jesus, people who have faith in his promise, people who have been transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, people who refuse to just repeat history, but want to make history who want to change history, who want to be a part of something greater than themselves. God has always had a people, and I believe that people is this people. Uh, many are called, friend, but few are chosen. Who are the chosen? The chosen are the ones who choose. The chosen are the ones who believe God. The chosen are the ones who say, I'm not just going to watch life pass me by. I am going to take a stand and I'm going to fight back. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 says, the people who know their God, they will be strong and they will carry out great exploits. Las Vegas needs some shamas. Some people who will stand, some people who will love, some people who will shine their light. Friend, it's not that we're better than anyone, we're not, but we should be different. Hello. Different perspective, different attitude, different worldview, different value system, different level of compassion, different. That, that's what holy means. Holy just means other. It's other, it's different. It's, it's, it's not like the rest. And that difference, listen, that difference is attractive. If you're like everybody else and then you invite them to church, they're going to go, why would I give up my day off to be like you? Oof, somebody said. That's O-O-F, oof. Listen, type it in the chat, oof. I was driving here early this morning, hundreds of people out walking through the streets of Summerlin. They got their little walking sticks out. They're on their bikes. They got their weights. They don't, they don't, need, they don't think they need church because they've never met somebody who's been radically transformed by the gospel. But that difference is attractive. That difference will win souls. That, that difference changes spiritual atmospheres. That difference pushes back demons and principalities. That difference changes history. That difference changes my family tree. That difference is that walking, talking billboard that people don't even need to know. They don't need to know nothing about you. They'll walk up to you and go, why are you like you are? Because you're different. You have peace. You like your spouse. You love your kids. You're not complaining about every little thing that we're complaining about. You're not freaking out about everything else we're freaking out about. What's different about you? I got peace that I could not get from the world. I got it from Jesus and I've never been the same and you can have this. Come on, somebody. Come on, anybody been changed by Jesus? Different. And if you want this, come to my church, you'll get the same thing. Yeah, I'd like to go to your church. Different. God has always had a people. And our city needs a people. Wow. Think different, talk different, love different, are different. 
not because we're better, but because we've been transformed. Number two, we have an enemy. The Philistines banded together. Shama had an enemy and so do you. Listen to me, friends. Somebody wants your field. <laughs> John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal. The thief comes to kill. The thief comes to destroy. Jesus said, but I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Your enemy is unified. Bible says they banded together. God forbid we have a more unified devil than a unified church, my God. The enemy is unified, it is relentless, and the enemy wants your field, it wants your destiny, he wants your family, he wants your heart, he wants your gift. I ain't talking about a group of people called the Philistines, I'm, call, I'm talking about the enemy of your soul who goes around like a roaring lion. I'm talking about Satan, I'm talking about your adversary that wants to destroy your life, who wants what is yours, who wants what belongs to you and you alone, and he comes to try to push you out of what rightfully belongs to you. So Ephesians chapter 6, Verse 13 says, we have to put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, not if it comes, but when it comes, you'll be able to take your, take your stand and stand your ground. Why? Because there are just days that the devil gets your address. He knocks on your door. Y'all ever felt that in marriage? You're like, why are we just wanting to scream at each other right now? Why am I just mad? Why am I just down? Why am I just depressed? Because you're in a day of evil. Shama was in a day of evil and the enemy came to try to steal what belonged to him. But the Bible says, but we can put on the full armor of God and we can stand. What does that mean? It means we shouldn't stand. We should run. We should flee. We shouldn't be able to make it. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, like Shama, we can stand in the day of evil and we can fight back. But I want you to catch this. This was Shama's day of evil, but hear me. It was also his day of blessing. Because the Bible said he was attacked when the field was full of lentils. Harvest time. Reaping time. Please don't quit. You're too close to harvest. Who am I? I don't know who I'm prophesying to. Maybe I am a prophet after all, Dan Ige. I didn't know I was. Who am I, who am I preaching? Who, what marriage am I talking to right now? And you're thinking about quitting and you're thinking it's over and you're thinking we've tried and it hasn't worked. Fight back. I'm telling somebody to fight back. You're, you're, the field is full of lentils. You're, you're, it's, it's all around you. Don't quit. Don't give up. You're too close to what God has for you. God forbid the enemy sees something in your life that you don't see. <laughs> Why is he attacking? He's attacking because there's something of value on your life. Some of you are going, Jabin, help me. I'm in a fight. I'm in a battle. I don't know why. Look for the blessing. Look for the harvest. Look for the opportunity. It's all around you. Don't quit now. You're too close to seeing everything that God has for you. But you have an enemy. Don't quit in the fight. Fight back. Number three, you have a field. The Bible said he had a field full of lentils. And watch what he did. The Bible says he defended it. This word defend means to deliver. 
your deliverance is in your defense. Experts say defense wins championships. Your deliverance is in defense. Your deliverance is, is, is in taking a stand. Your deliverance is in, I refuse to run. I'm going to fight back. Your deliverance is in, I see something of value that I guess no one else saw because everybody else ran out on me, but, but I see something of value. And in a field full of lentils, he fights back. Lentils. Not oil, not gold, not diamonds, not natural gas, not beans. <laughs> and it wasn't worth Israel's army fighting back for beans. Because <laughs> they weren't their beans. They were Shama's beans. This was $2 today at Vons. Doesn't look like much. Hey, beans don't mean much unless they're your beans. Somebody say, give me my beans. Come on, somebody. Listen, your marriage doesn't mean much to the hot chick at the gym checking you out, dude. Because they ain't her beans. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> People trying to talk you out of your purpose. People trying to talk you out of your destiny. People saying give up. People saying quit. People saying it's not worth it. People saying it's not worth the fight because it ain't their beans, but it's my beans. It's my marriage. It's my children. It's my, it's, it's my inheritance. It's my future. It's my destiny. It's my gifting. It's my anointing. It's what God gave me. Am I talking to anybody on this side? Come on, say amen to me. I can see you. Fight back or say amen back. <laughs> Don't fight back to me, but it's just beans until they're your beans. Let me say this too about land, that land was the main source of generational blessing in this time. Property, real estate, it's what you gave to your children. Listen to me, friend. The fight was not just about Shama. If I could, if I could just peek into the text a little bit, it was about Shama Jr., it was about his children. It was about who was next. It was about, it was about what he would give to his children. Your fight is what you give your children. Ah, your fight is what you give the next generation. Your faith is what you pass on. You go, you can't pass on faith. Yes, you can, because that's what Paul told Timothy. Paul told Timothy, Timothy, don't think you're all that because your faith, you didn't even get it from you. You got it from your mama and your grandmama. This thing has been passed down through prayers, through generosity, through fasting. Come on, am I talking to anybody right now? It's come down through the obedience of your parents. And so I have to fight for my field because one day it won't be my field. It'll be my children's field. And even if everyone else runs and even if no one else sees the value, this is my field, my dream, my destiny, my gift, my anointing. And I have to do something with it. Because it's what God gave me. May not be worth it 
to you, but it's worth it to me. May not be as nice as that dude's field of gold or, or, or that person's field of oil or that person's uh, acres of diamond, but this is what God gave me and, it, and, and I like it. And the grass might be greener on the other side, but God didn't give me the other side. God gave me this. Come on, somebody say amen. So I'm gonna fight for this. I'm gonna stand for this. I'm gonna believe God for this because it's what God gave me. I got a field. I got a life. I've got something God has entrusted with that. Listen, that God thinks it's valuable. The enemy obviously thinks it's valuable. I have to think it's valuable. Lastly, number four, when, when we stand, God fights. Let me have Zach come up. When we stand, God fights. And the Lord brought about a great victory. The Lord, wait a minute. I thought it was Shama. <laughs> First two verses, Shama's standing, Shama's defending, Shama's fighting. And then the Lord brought about a great victory. <laughs> so was it, was it God or Shama? Yeah. <laughs> Is it Jesus or Jabin? Yeah. Is it you or God? Yeah. Because he called us to be an heir of God, co-heir with Christ. He called us to be an ambassador of the kingdom. What God does, he does through a people. What God does, he does through you. What God does, he does through the church. What God does, he does through Shama. What God, God wasn't going to defend that field by himself. He needed a man to do what he was going to do through. And he still needs a man. He still needs a woman to do what he wants to do through in this city. The Lord brought about a great victory. Phrase of the day, phrase of the day. My whole sermon should be important, but this is the most important, sorry. Every act of obedience is an invitation for the miraculous. Every act of obedience is an invitation for the miraculous, for the blessing of God, for, for God to say, tag me in. Let me go. Let me in the ring. Let me in that field. Let me go. I want to fight for you. I want to fight with you. I want to, I want to help you. Every act of obedience is an invitation. Did, did Shama do it? Did God do it? I, yeah. And every time you stand, God fights. There's a story of an old widow who she had run out of money and had no food for groceries, so she began to pray. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. I know you'll provide for me. I know you'll make a way for me. God, you're going to do it. God, you're going to do it. God, you're going to do it. And her next door neighbor began to hear her praying. He was an atheist. And he goes, this fool, I'm going to buy her groceries and trick her into thinking God did it. So he went and he bought her groceries and he put them on the front door. And the next morning she woke up and opened the door and there was groceries and she went, God did it! Oh my, God did it! You're my Jehovah Jireh! Thank you, Jesus! God. And he's just laughing. So the next week the groceries run out, she begins to pray again. God, you're my Jehovah Jireh! God, you're gonna make a way where there seems to be no way. God, I know you can do it! Sure enough next morning there's a bag of groceries 
So her face starts rising. Lord, you're going to give me lobster. Filet mignon truffles. You're going to make away Whole Foods, Jesus. I'm done with Albertsons. Whole Foods. Organic, not GMO. He hears it, so he does it. Boom, she opens the door. There's the filet. There's the lobster. There's the truffles. There's the non-GMO. And she goes, God did it again. God did it. God did it. I knew you would do it, God. And he jumps out of the bushes. You fool. God didn't do it. I did it. I've been feeding you for weeks. And she starts shouting and she starts jumping and rejoicing. And she goes, God did it. And he made the devil pay for it. Turn this thing up. I want to prophesy over somebody. God's going to do it. And he's going to make the devil pay for it. He's going to make the devil resource your dream. Resource your vision. It's going to come from unexpected places. Hey! Come on, somebody give God praise if I'm talking to you. The Bible said, if you catch the thief, book of Proverbs, he has to pay back sevenfold. And I'm reminded of Elijah who was in a famine, very much like what we're going through. He was in a moment of scarcity. He was in a moment of lack. And the Bible said that he would wait every day and the ravens who were an unclean bird, every day the ravens would come and drop off meat. Friend, I just wonder who's eating meat in a famine. Ahab was the evil king that Elijah was running from. God fed Elijah in a famine and he made the devil pay for it. I want to say the Lord is about to bring a great victory. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to make a way, but he's always made a way and he's going to make a way again. God did it. And I believe this can be the testimony of 2020. No, it hasn't been easy. Yes, I've had to fight. Yes, I've had to stand. No, I went through some things I didn't think I was going to go through, but God brought about a great victory. Don't even know how we did it, buddy. I think that was probably Shama's testimony, huh? How'd you do it, bro? How'd you fight a battalion of Philistines? Bow and arrow, sword, spear? What'd you do? I'll be honest with you. I think, I think Shama's testimony was, was verse 12. He went, the Lord brought about a great... The Lord, God did it. I've been there. I think, I think Shama was in the middle of the field and he went, if you don't do this, Jesus. And listen, I fought where I've been so full of the Holy Ghost. I walked into 2020, 2020 vision, let's go. We're starting two campuses. God's gonna give us a building. We're gonna kill it. We're going to Shilvarada. And then some, about May, Jesus. <laughs> 
is me and Omar in this room filming sermons. And I'm up here going, God, help me preach to the camera again. And then I go. But we made it so far. You made it. We made it. Because the Lord, God did it. God, God did it. God did it. God did it. And I believe that can be your story. And I believe that can be my story. And I, I ask everyone to stand. If you're not already standing, we're going, I'm going to get you out of here. God did it. The Lord brought about a great victory. Somewhere in the midst of me standing, somewhere in the midst of me trusting, somewhere in the, me, in the midst of me fighting back, God God said, let me fight. And I believe that's what we can, believe that's what we can say in 2020. Whew, it's been tough. Wow, we face some giants. Wow, we face some, but the, but the Lord has sustained us and he will continue to sustain us. And I don't know what 2021 holds. I don't know what, but I know God. I know God's going to be faithful to his people because because God has always had a people and his people have always had him and he'll sustain he'll make a way God did it and he made the devil pay for it oh man I'm just believing I'm just telling you I don't know how God's going to do it for us as a church. I don't know how God's going to do it for you. I just know he's going to do it. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Whew. Why don't you lift your hands? Father, I declare strength over your people. I declare courage over your people. I declare the life of the Spirit over your people. I declare that you're making a way. I declare that you're working behind the scenes. I, I declare that you are moving pieces and you are setting us up for victory. Oh God, for every person watching, every person in the room, every person who will watch this later, who's on the verge of quitting, on the verge of giving up, strengthen your people, Holy Spirit, I pray. Just before we're dismissed, if, if you've never given your life to Christ, pray this prayer with me now. Say, Jesus, come on, everyone out loud. Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you died for me. And I believe you rose again. I declare Jesus is Lord of my life. Amen.